0: This week on Just Like That, the number one Mike Goldberg inspired podcast on the planet, we have a short episode for you this week. We'll hit you with our segments Isn't He Awesome in Real World Callouts. And last but not least, we're going to preview a card that almost nobody's going to watch UFC Fight Night Lewis versus BVAC. Here we go. Nice,
1: all right here we go back from another break did we have a break last week i think so
0: i think so. i hope so
1: yeah i don't well, remember. i missed something yeah hard to keep track anymore um also hard to keep track of where the cards are going to be and what time they're going to be at apparently we have a middle of the night card that was supposed to be in singapore that's now in the apex is that correct that is right and our boy black beast in the card
0: yeah, he's about to be on JLT certified the way he's been fighting lately. So
1: did you see him looking skinny though? He looks a lot better. I don't know. Is that better though? I don't know why you'd want to I don't know why you'd want to be skinny, but he looks like he's in good shape. Maybe he'll be in good shape. I don't know. But we will uh save that for our preview that's coming up. We'll start things off as we always do before we get sidetracked with our take of the week. So Ryan, as always, take us away. All right. We got uh, rumors of Conor
0: being uh, a coach in tough, and if this is the case, the UFC needs to just pay Nate Diaz a bag to coach tough against Conor McGregor. Um, you know, got to bring Conor's whole team, get that, <laughs> that dork playing touch foot right in the park, Nate's whole team, Chris Avila, the whole gang, Jake Shields, Gilbert Melendez, and it will be the most electric season tough in history. Like, I can just imagine the back and forth those two will have if we could somehow magically put a season of tough with those guys together.
1: It would save the show because let's be, let's face it, like the the revamp of it, like bombed. I think.
0: But yeah, it's terrible. Nobody's watching that. I mean, it's just it's been terrible since before the revamp. But
1: are they? Re, are they? So the last season was Ortega versus Volkanovski, right?
0: I think so, which nobody watched. We that just, was
1: like two years ago, though. Like That's about that's way, like, they used to crank those things out one after another. Yeah. They had 27 of them in like a 10 year period.
0: Yeah, and then they went to the Contender Series and they can not get anybody to go on the stupid reality show. <laughs> but if you get Nate and Connor in there, I exactly. think we're going to get some fighters that want to be in there.
1: And if you want the show, if you want to keep the show, then you got to, like, it's like now's your chance, now or never.
0: Yeah, and that's some real drama, some actual, like, some real-world house antics. Like, you know, we might actually get a fight between teams, like, (laughs) as far as, like, Nate's boys, like, starting shit. Nick could be in there. Who knows if they'd allow him in the house or not. Like
1: Yeah. I think it'd be smart if they did. Well, Nick Nick is on better terms with the UFC than Nate is, I'm pretty sure. He's fought not that long ago.
0: Yeah, or maybe just making Nick Diaz then. If Nate, if they can't get Nate on a contract, but <laughs> fuck it, let's do it.
1: If you brought Nick on, Nate would probably show up without a contract. Yeah. That it, would be the smartest course. thing to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you can do Nick too. That's fine. That's even better.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. And everyone's excited about this and it would be like, it's actually kind of makes sense for Connor. Like he's what's what else does he, what else can he really do in the fight game? Like there's no top contenders for him to fight. He They'll all beat him. Um, can't fight for a title. Like how else do you get him the exposure and like get his star power back on the map without like some sort of gimmick? Which being an Ultimate Fighter coach would basically be a gimmick, right?
0: Yeah, but it's got to be. He's got to have his foil. He's got to have a Diaz brother. Yeah, you know I don't want to see Tony Ferguson throwing sand or none of that <laughs> bullshit. Like and then yeah. get his ass kicked. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what they want Tony. It's because he's the total. He of of all like the people from like our era. He's the biggest shell, like, and not surprisingly, he took the most damage.
0: Oh yeah, he's completely washed, and it, it is the one fight that Conor is pretty much guaranteed a victory that I could think of. Like, and then, but if you want a competitive fight, Nate's a great one, and I mean, let's put Nick in there too. They could make that happen.
1: Yeah, and like my last closing thought on it is it, w- it would be electric, it'd be a massive announcement, it'd be huge. But like, do you remember when Connor did coach Ultimate Fighter like how other than his a couple funny scenes, like how bad of a coach he was? He'd yeah. just scream at his fighters and then like throw his glasses and like storm off.
0: <laughs> it was just the Connor show. Yeah. I mean, we did get the uh the whole call the out of the little snake, The, snake. the yeah. little snake
1: thing. Well, like that type of stuff he's always going to be the best at, but as a coach, though, he was terrible.
0: Oh, I mean, he'll just be doing coke the whole time, it seems like, and hit while he's riding his bike. Yeah, that was wild, You He might have a TBI. We don't know.
1: Did he get hit while he's riding his bike, or is he building promo for the Ultimate Fighter announcement, the up-and-coming Ultimate Fighter announcement? No one knows. We'll have to wait and see, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I got a storyline for you that's you're going to like. Um, UFC is apparently ready to end the BMF storyline. Uh, they're feeding... Uh, Jorge Masvidal to Gilbert Burns. This is like not going to be glamorous for anybody, especially not Jorge Masvidal. It seems like they spent all that time building him up, and now they're ready to cash in their chips and move on from a uh, street G- Street Jesus slash BMF.
0: He was never the BMF. Let's make that official. He, you can't win the BMF title on a doctor stoppage. That's the least badass way.
1: Well, we know. That, I mean, that whole thing was built for him. That were they were cashing in on his star power that would that he was lucky to obtain for being in the right place at the right time like three times in a row but clearly though bmf or not like they're ready to they're ready to move on from this
0: yeah masvidal's out he's gonna be back to the backyard fights any any minute now he's he's a bum he always, he's always has been i've been on that since day one yes, and yes. uh I'm glad he's gonna be gone here. So,
1: what if though? What if though he knocks out Gilbert Burns? We, Gilbert Burns got knocked out with a jab not that long ago by uh, Usman. So, what if uh,
0: knocked down? Right? Or was I it mean, he,
1: he finished him like shortly after.
0: Oh shit!
1: What if? Uh, what if Burns is Channing and, and uh, Masvidal wins that fight? Are you prepared to? He's gonna. Burns
0: lock- isn't Cheney, though. He's in a war with Cams at.
1: Yeah, I. I don't think he's Chenny either, but I'm just throwing that out there that what if he is Chenny? What if he's Chenny on that particular night and uh Masvidal gets the win? Does uh. it does it even really do anything for him though? Does it even really put Masvidal back in like the star power? Like he's lost like four fights in a row. Yeah. One one win against Gilbert Burns isn't gonna like it's not the flying knee, it's not the BMF title fight. It's like there's no I think he, I think he's done either way, but Him winning would definitely prolong it. That said, he's got to be like it. His
0: biggest win was a misdemeanor assault uh, against Colby Covington after a five-round beatdown. So um, the dude is done. He's getting his ass kicked by Gilbert.
1: Yeah, his biggest fight is inside the courtrooms right now.
0: Herbert would take him down.
1: Herbert, hey, he might be out of the the UFC. I was trying to find odds really quickly. I don't see him, and I'm not going to look too hard. But um, actually, they might be on here. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Jorge has to be plus 300. He's plus 350. Gilbert Burns minus 435. So um, that's where things are at with that. My point being that the the UFC has no interest in lining up uh, Jorge Masvidal uh, star power fights anymore.
0: No. And thank God, because I don't even get why they ever did that. Like, you knee a fucking retarded Ben Askren to death, and somehow you become street Jesus. That's, I don't know,
1: right place right time. He got it. He it all happened at once for him. Yeah, After being yeah. a journeyman for his whole life. He was like 35 when that happened. So, either way, I think they're ready to move on. I know that's uh I know you're happy to hear that. So,
0: oh yeah. Makes so, my day. Unless I mean, I'll be extremely depressed if uh, <laughs> if this goes the wrong way.
1: If he wins a huge underdog thing and they, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm not I'm not holding out too much stake in uh, Jorge anymore. I think he's probably made his money. He's probably ready to hang it up just like uh just like the UFC's ready to hang it up on him. so um we can move on though what's uh you would rather do the call-outs or, or would you rather do your our uh recap or our pro preview first here
0: uh we could do the segments and then just end on the preview
1: all right sounds good so uh we'll move on to our segments then go ahead you can start things off this week right
0: all right isn't he awesome we're doing milf Manor. have you watched any of the show yet have no, you heard where, about it
1: no where is that at
0: Dude, it's like on TLC or TBS or something. I don't know. It's a reality show, Bachelor style or whatever, but it is so MILFs, right? They bring on these MILFs, the dating show. They're going to be dating young guys. The twist is when they get there, it's all their sons. So it's moms and their sons, and the sons are all dating other, the other guys in the house house's moms. And oh it is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know who would ever sign up for a show like this. It is the creepiest, weirdest thing on television. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through the whole thing, but it's definitely worth watching the awkwardness of one episode. It's hilarious. I don't know who came up with this, but we're like in idiocracy currently <laughs> when they're putting shit like this. Between the Power Slap League and MILF Manor, oh like a bunch of... Twenties, like early twenty kids dating sixty year olds with their moms in the house, and it's out of control. And they're the weirdest dudes too.
1: The, in my opinion, and if anyone's ever been listening to me, like we were always headed for this, but this may be, this may be it though. Like this may be the pinnacle.
0: Yeah.
1: Does it get much weirder than this? Well, I googled it, and I'll read the first headline: Milf Manor disgusts viewers. Critics call it rock bottom.
0: no joke it is awkward the moms are like oh my god like my son is way too good for that lady like and then like the dudes are like oh man like this old lady's hot like it's it's weird 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 i just put it i probably watched 20 minutes of it before uh before i came over here and i'm gonna finish an episode but i don't know it's it probably should be more of a call out but there's just something about the whole premise and it at whoever greenlit it to be on tv that i just find awesome
1: on tlc too it's not like it's on like uh whatever those weird channels used to yeah be.
0: isn't tlc like a family entertainment type the, i lear- guess the, it's the learning channel the <laughs> learning channel all right there's some learning going on
1: yeah not the good not the kind you, there should be um yeah i mean i feel like that would be like a like a a Straight to Pornhub Type of reality yeah, show Yeah This
0: is like VH1 Or something
1: That's what I was thinking Like a early Early uh, MTV Like a Next Or like when, a You
0: know like uh, With uh, Room Raiders remember? When Yeah What was that one show When they had Flavor Flav and, Oh like uh, Flavor of Love Yeah like Flavor of Love Type show Yeah Yeah Except Next Level They're all Fucking related Moms and MILFs and The MILF
1: thing is crazy But who took it to the next level And attached
0: Their own sons <laughs> Yeah <laughs>
1: Who got, who is the one who's like, I have a, we can, I have a one step further.
0: It's like all the guys are there and they're like all excited. Like we're about to be date, like banging all these milfs and then they introduce them and they all see their mom. Like one of them, the milf standing across from them is their mom. And then the chi- the late old ladies are all excited. Like, oh, we're about to get all these young hot dudes. And then also see one of them is their son too. And they're in this awkward situation all in a house together. Oh my God.
1: I I mean I can say that I always knew it was heading this direction. Reality TV, it's clearly like the. What's next? Where do you go from Milf Manor? The problem is they will find something, but in my mind, I feel like this is the pinnacle. I don't think you can go. I think you can only go up from here. I don't think you can go down. This is rock bottom, not the pinnacle. Like.
0: Yeah, you gotta get. You're gonna end like pedophile shit or something if you get any weirder than this.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> some pretty dark shit, but it seems like. A, I don't, and it's it's on cable, so I don't know. We'll have to see how the ratings go. Maybe it'll be a hit. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past. Maybe it. there's more people into this than we think. I mean, there's a lot of MILF
0: porn out there, so. Exactly. Uh, all right, we'll move on to uh, my weekly call out. Have you seen the, uh, the Planet Fitness commercial, the low E commercial? It starts off like it is a serious condition like low it's like do you have low e um like it ba- i'm like sitting there i'm thinking i got low e like like am i about to find out like a way to uh you know like do you have low e low energy does it affect your daily life and i'm like dude they got something for me i'm about to I get got low e too I, i'm about to get hooked up like and then i find out it's a fucking gym commercial and that's how you fix the low e i <laughs> thought i was about to, about to get a pill to take Get rid of this low E, get high E, they're all, and not just they just gym. completely fucking tricked me. A the, shitty gym. The worst gym. Yeah.
1: They can't cure your low E even, even if they wanted to.
0: I know. It's a funny commercial, though. They're like, uh, acting like it's like a legit, like fucking one of these like like, pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical yeah. commercial about low E. And I'm like, what's well, low E? That. Is that a real thing? Yeah, you got to check it out. It's a funny commercial, but they're getting called out for tricking me. I thought I had a quick cure to my low E. and yeah, uh, I
1: definitely have low E, so...
0: Yeah, we're a low-E podcast.
1: <laughs> Low-E runs in the
0: in the JLT podcast. And uh, and Tom Brady, retirement again. What's this guy doing? I mean,
1: credit to him, though. He said you only get to do one retirement note, so he's not making another one because he did it last year.
0: Who gets divorced from their supermodel wife to play one subpar season? And then...
1: Still finished third in passing yards.
0: Yeah, but he didn't win the Super Bowl. Lost out on Giselle.
1: Yeah, wasn't worth it. It yeah. And then Not just only retired. that, he was wrapped up in the FTX scandal. Um, subpar season by all standards. He and got he a
0: really fa- bad facial like surgery. Some sort
1: of botched, yeah. Some sort of botched surgery. Um, obviously, I mean. Side note: lost, destroyed his whole family.
0: Yeah, and, um, daddy tongue kisses. <laughs> Children and all.
1: Children, parents—they all get it.
0: Yeah. So
1: yeah i don't know i don't know where he goes from here i mean probably a broadcast deal that's worth more I, than he made while i thought he's getting
0: 36 million a year they said for the broadcast deal that it, he was offered so yeah so he's, he's got make, a pretty good no matter what
1: yeah i mean i feel like he, he can't lose unless he actually like gets somehow indicted by this whole ftx scandal but i doubt it i think he was just a sports spokesman for him and none of those people will probably get in trouble anyways but yeah talk about a whirlwind for him uh he should have retired after they won their first super bowl yeah just like, go out on top. What what better way to think you were going to repeat and then possibly do it again? Like, threepeat? I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's I don't like,
0: know. Like, you're old, man. You got to accept it at some point. Crazy, though. Three
1: the, three separate, like, Hall of Fame resumes in his 20s, 30s, and 40s. That's wild. Yeah,
0: But, you you know, you can keep getting your botched plastic surgery and look younger, but you're still not going to play <laughs> younger, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, and... It, he, this was definitely, like, this is where the wheels came off. Like, the wheels had to come off at some point, and this is where they did. Um, it's probably hard to let go when you're at your peak, like, when you won a Super Bowl when you're 43 and you're like, that was easy, we should do that again. But um, maybe that was the time. Maybe you got to know when to go. Yeah, yeah, you got to – Khabib,
0: he did He did it perfect. He convinced everybody he's the GOAT, and he's not. Like, yeah, that that's a guy who knows when to call it quits because – it was only a matter of time till everybody, you know, the real people in the know, know he's not the GOAT. But he's convinced a hell of a lot of people that he is from knowing when to quit.
1: Yeah. And how about Khabib just getting sick of his freeloader family, million family members, and then retiring from coaching MMA? But then he's coaching Islam. In his next fight, like yeah. he he's basically just politely kicked out all his cousins and <laughs> yeah. brothers that aren't really his well, brothers. There's fucking
0: so many of them, man. How could, He probably can't even keep track that's of them. They come the out of the o- woodwork. That's
1: probably the only way to get the news, the news to all of them because he, I doubt he has all their numbers. He just had to put out a <laughs> press release that he's done coaching. So, no, he won't be in your corner in whatever KSW fight you're in next week. Right. Flying from Bellator in Arizona to KSW in somewhere in uh russia so yeah i mean convince him you're the goat and then get out that's uh, what's what brady should have done but yeah brady looked like he had low e in that
0: retirement speech too he did he, he might did. need a plan of fitness he also looked
1: very alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> poor guy yeah i feel terrible for him man his life must suck right anyhow any more call outs no that's that's it for me today what you got all right i got my disney awesome as forrest griffin i'll pull up the video for you obviously just do my best to explain it here forrest griffin is in some way shape or form become a body catcher for power slap so
0: he catches the dead bodies that hit the ground after they get knocked out cold
1: yes and i'll show you here's the
0: problem i got with power slap over on it it's like it's not a real slap there's like a punch. just pumps a, yeah, punching it's, these it's people into the fucking punch. side of the neck like
1: Look look at this video though a forest like he doesn't even know what to do. He looks like he's rethinking all his life choices. Watch him stay with him. Look what he does. He has not He's like I don't <laughs> He looks, Oh my
0: god. He like failed the catch and then he grabs his head and then he's like uh, Dane is probably like... He probably gets a glare from Dana. Like, I want this dude's head to bounce <laughs> off of it. So then he releases him a little bit. Like,
1: and he does like the hands up
0: and steps away. Yeah, and he,
1: like, I didn't touch wh- it. He, what am I supposed to do here? His face looks so disgusted. And so like he, he's so like... he looks like he's having like a stroke or something he looks like he's regretting his choices so much and how does he get to this point like is he oh
0: my god he misses the catch to begin with is he an investor is
1: he uh somehow
0: oh he sucks at the dana tit you know does whatever dana tells him to for
1: sure but how do you end up on stage catch i understand how like herzog's up there being a ref but how does forrest griffin who has like an executive job end up in like a official jersey being a body catcher like you couldn't get like And a bad
0: body catcher at that. (laughs) He
1: does not do a good job at the catch. He looks at the guy and he's like, he might be dead. Like, I'm
0: getting out of here. (laughs) Look at the way he puts his hand up and backs up. It's like, that is,
1: yeah, he's immediately regretting his life choices in this moment. Yeah, he looks like, how did I get associated with this? But probably, he's probably somehow invested in it or whatever. But like, how do you end up with your face? Like, at least Dana gets to hide behind Man, that was not a slap. That's exactly what you were talking about, too. That was an open hand.
0: Yeah, they'd go they'd palm ch- shot. right under the jawline, And it's supposed to be illegal, but they just let them do it every time. And the other trick I've seen them do is they they say, like, so it has to be the slap, but they put the palm right under the neck. So, yeah.
1: like, they're, it's like a full-on punch. It's like, it's insane. Like, make it a real slap. Something so much less aesthetic about a knockout where the guy is not defending himself at all. No,
0: and he just, they get, <laughs> just get dropped every time. And even if they don't, it's just stupid i it goes along with milf manor like you know just hand in hand like like how far
1: how far can we take this how how depraved can television get
0: yeah we're gonna have the cast of milf manor slapping their moms or something (laughs) soon on power slap how
1: desensitized are we to like freak like train wreck style can't look away television i mean even even like power slap is and everyone, everyone supporting it's like, well, everybody was talking about this about UFC or MMA when it first came out. It's like, no, they weren't. There was a very small crowd of people. Most of them were invested heavily in boxing. Yeah, who wanted MMA to not have a chance against? And let's be honest, MMA did look, kind of look like freak show fighting in the beginning. It was no skill, no technique. But how is it? How are we going to go up from here and slapping?
0: Yeah, we did have sumo wrestlers fighting boxers and stuff at the beginning, so it was a little bit. It's not to where it is now. It's came a long way, but it it had a path to get to where it's at now where I don't, or power slap, obviously, is never going to be anything more than people slapping no, each wait other till, defenseless.
1: Wait till, like, this is just the the bottom of the barrel, of freaks slapping each other. There's, these guys aren't, like, lifelong training slappers. Wait till you get somebody that's just, like, a freak slapper that can actually kill somebody.
0: Yeah. Dude, that, yeah, like I said, I think they need to get some little guy who just got insane slapping power knocking out. That's when people was tuning in. Like if they can get just some like, like me, like some (laughs) 160 pound, 5'10 dude is just knocking out giants left and right with slaps, then that's gonna take off.
1: Finds out how to like loosen their neck so like the impact doesn't like knock them out. Yeah, some double
0: jointed person or something. Yeah, they They can can just just
1: take any amount of impact and shake it off and then knock the other guy out. That would be. Yeah, we start talking about that. Then yeah, maybe we'll tune in. Yeah. It's, we need an outlier. It's going to be pay-per-view, though. Uh, the finals is on pay-per-view at the Apex, so who's paying for that? That's the real
0: There's a power slap pay-per-view?
1: Yeah, it's going to be on pay-per-view at the Apex.
0: Oh, my God.
1: We need to know who pays for that. Like The FBI should be watching them. Yeah. <laughs> if you pay for the power slap pay-per-view... You're definitely watching Milf Manor, and you definitely should be <laughs> being watched by the FBI. Probably yeah. already on a list. So. You, you got too
0: much money or too much time on your hands or something...
1: But I would be shocked if we see Forrest Griffin on stage again catching bodies. Yeah, we need, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you can't get somebody else better for that job. I, that's what I mean. Like, how did how he's like an executive with the UFC. Like, how does he end up <laughs> catching bodies?
0: Yeah, and not catching them either.
1: Well, he's not trained. He's not a trained body catcher. The sport is in its infancy. Everybody's learning as they go.
0: That's true. I'm sure he'll have a nice better catch <laughs> next time. <laughs> Get one of those guys at like a, a punk show, that uh, the the guys that just catch all the people <laughs> crowd surfing. They're very good at it.
1: Yeah, or those uh, tie boxing referees that catch the guy who gets knocked right. out before their head hits the ground. Those guys are pros.
0: The last show, the Front Bottom Show I we went to, I almost crowd surfed, <laughs> and then I, right before I was about to go up there to do it, I got the mental image of me getting to the railing. And getting cradled like a baby by some giant security guard and set down on the ground gently, and I just I couldn't do it. I I'm turned around. I'm like, I'm not gonna, it's not gonna get cradled
1: by some giant man. <laughs> Caressed like a baby. You Might have fell asleep in his arms. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, those guys would be good at it, but Forrest clearly not his calling. But. Still a good guy, nonetheless. Um, yeah, plus I got
0: low E, so.
1: Yeah, low E and crowd surfing don't go hand-in-hand. Hand. <laughs> no, they don't. Punk shows. So, move on, though. We'll do go to our call-out. Um, let's go with the Logan Paul, Dana White UFC fake fight announcement. That was just prime energy, uh, just a prime energy sales scam, marketing gimmick. That was, uh, that was incredibly lame. Can it cure your low E, though? I don't know. I've never drank prime,
0: but. Cause I I drink it before I'd go to Planet Fitness.
1: It might help. And now is Prime, um, an energy drink or is it like a Gatorade? I don't even know.
0: I have no clue. I think either. it's called
1: Prime Energy, so it's probably an energy drink. Seems like every schemer and scammer is getting into this industry, so now is the time to strike. Um, another funny, like you know, it sounds like we're bashing on Dana this week. We're not. We're still loyal loyal to the loyal to the king. But um, yeah, you can't get logos on your. You can't use your own sponsors, but now he's Prime Energy is going to be on the center of like Dana's. I'm sure invested in it somehow, so he gets to advertise it, and he gets to. It's not going to be the red and the blue corner anymore. It's going to be the Prime hydration zones. No, the red and blue hydration Prime hydration zones.
0: That's insane. That's like how like the uh, you know the apparel deal, and then they got the um, the uh, what the Crypto.com sponsorship and put like got two hundred and fifty million dollars to put crypto.com on it and that didn't go into the sponsorship money they get for wearing the venom (laughs) like that doesn't add money to it it's insane
1: and you're literally wearing a walking billboard for yeah that
0: should be part of the apparel deal if you if you get a sponsor on the apparel that should be factored in it just makes sense yeah
1: this is one too, I guess. Like in hindsight, we should have seen the writing on the wall. Dana hates that uh, Hans Molin guy, that Monster Energy like brand ambassador that works with all the UFC fighters. So. Oh, I
0: heard he's a douche. Yeah, he is. But Cruz um, told me that, so I don't trust it.
2: Really. No, not
1: just Cruz. And no, I don't think anyone likes him, but um, except for Monster, didn't some of the, tell the Monster that, people. But, but uh, yeah, so should have seen the writing on the wall. How long has Monster been on the ring for? Did Monster replace like Bud Light? Monster's been in the center of the ring for for
0: a long time.
1: It's gonna be weird not being there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and now we got some a uh, Paul brothers thing. Like yeah. what? It's like is just full milk boys. The <laughs> yeah. Paul brothers, like, yeah. it, it just There's,
1: full on influencers. Dana wants to be controlling a, everything. Yeah, Dana wants to be a YouTuber or something. Also, like, it's like probably time to confront the fact that like everything that like the Paul brothers do is like in, inside marketing. Like Dana supposedly has this big beef with Jake Paul, but he's like boys with Logan Paul. But like Logan Paul and Jake Paul are like tight. Yeah, they're not like estranged brothers. They're like they work together, so I it's all just it. like one big WWF superscript. Yeah, it's like and Jake Paul's now like working with the PFL, and Logan's partnering with the UFC. Like they always jump into what the other, like the other one's adversary. So they just leverage each other on top of each other, and like it's like I said, it's just one dub big W. Dub. And like Prime is Logan Paul and that KSI dude, the two guys that boxed each other. But KSI and Jake Paul have a rivalry because they're supposed to box each other. It's like it's, it's all one big like closed circuit reality show, YouTube, clickbait, uh, nonsensical like WWF scripts. So credit to them for pulling it off. But yeah, it's like Dana's definitely susceptible to like the YouTuber like.
0: Yeah, like, it's insane. It's like he wishes he could like have But The Milk
1: Boys are terrible. Like they were funny when. Dude,
0: Steve will do is the only one with any talent. <laughs> and the rest of them are trash.
1: Yeah, and it's and th-
0: Look, their podcast is unlistenable.
1: But he's but they're funneling like all like Khabib did it, and Khabib hates like that type of thing. Like you think Khabib was gonna sit there with a alcohol like and tr- fake drink it for him? No way. And they he somehow like how hard did Dana have to twist his arm to get him to do that interview? Probably extremely hard, which means Dana really wanted to suck up to. uh a bunch of twenty something year olds.
0: Yeah, it's all it's all been going downhill as far as that side of the business goes since they signed with this WME. It's like, you know, let's just try and make it the the cool influencer crowd thing and blah 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 and not as much about the fights. So yeah,
1: maybe it's the last untapped market, but I don't see it that way.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They gotta do something. I we need to get it back to uh the best fight. I mean, still we still get the best fight in the best, but it's It's still the best
1: promotion by 100
0: miles, but... It's it's just taken a few steps back.
1: Yeah, it's gotten to more of the WWE type of like us. We're looking for storylines. And the judging's gotten consistently (laughs) worse, which I feel like maybe... And maybe star power's influenced some of that bad judging.
0: Yeah, exactly. Which is fishy. Very very fishy. fishy.
1: We don't make bad picks. We get bad judges.
0: I think ever since sports betting has become legalized, like action you know where you can do it on your phone everywhere and not through like a weird bookie it's been we've getting more and more questionable decisions for some reason
1: and we got it, james kraus basically telling us that he's a cheater yeah so yeah it's time for to get this whole thing under control jlt investigation
0: yeah we'll probably daniel have us murdered and buried in the <laughs> desert if you get anywhere close
1: class action lawsuit for all our mispicks
0: <laughs> right we're not bad bettors.
1: That's it's, what I'm trying to say. We we've made all the right picks. We just have gotten
0: I mean there's been a few bad picks, but there's been more a lot more that were good picks, bad judges.
1: Exactly. And that's where we'll that's where we'll stick with that. And that's why we're not tracking our picks yet, but maybe once we get on a heater we will. So, <laughs> should we get into our picks? We only have a couple this week. It's not going to take long. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we have USC Fight Nights, Lewis versus Spivak. This is going to be at the Apex. It was originally supposed to be in Singapore. Main card kicks off at like 11 p.m. Mountain Time.
0: Mountain Standard Time, 10 p.m. uh, Pacific Time, and that means 1 a.m. Eastern Time.
1: So, as you can see, this was supposed to be a card in Singapore to profile or highlight some Singapore or Asian... um, Prospects? Yeah, they're having like this road
0: to the UFC Singapore edition or whatever, and apparently this is like the final four
1: isn't on this card. So do we know what happened though? Why did the card end up moving back to the Apex? I know they couldn't change their TV slot because they were already booked at 11 p.m. But why? Why did they get kicked out of Singapore?
0: Was it COVID related?
1: Would I think they're weird me, about
0: that over there.
1: One COVID case or something in the country, yeah, so they kicked out everybody. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they're starting a new one. I don't know. Uh, but either way. At least they threw Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is kind of like the apex king. I saw that he's had four. He's headlined more. After this, he'll have headlined the most apex cards, four. And he's won three, lost one of his of his headlining apex cards. So, hmm. so that may factor into your decision. But we got Derek Lewis, plus 195. Slim Derek Lewis, by the way, Black Beast. Slim looking slim maybe he's quicker but uh he's going up against sergey spivak who's minus 230 i think based on previous based on the direction both these guys have been going that's probably fair derrick lewis obviously lives for situations like these um he seems to, come to do his best work when he's an underdog or he's got a puncher's chance that said sergey spivak's been really efficient in his last few fights derrick lewis has been very inefficient on top of that though to Derek Lewis's credit, he went toe to toe with tai Tuivasa and toe to toe with um, that Russian dude. What's his Sergei
0: name? Sergey Pavlovich. Pavlovich, who's, who's a beast that came out of nowhere.
1: Two guys that nobody else is gonna, nobody's gonna win going toe to toe with. Um, except Pavlovich destroyed Tuivasa. but either way, tough way to maybe say Derek Lewis is on the outs, but. But the way
0: he looked, yeah. he didn't even try against, uh, no, especially, he, especially against Sergei Pavlovich. Yeah. It
1: was just. He got lit up in, what,
0: a minute, two yeah, minutes? Yeah, and, and once he got hit once, he just, it was like he was looking for the way out. It really, I mean, it's always been, I feel like Derek Lewis, he's always, like, done that where he kind of shells up against the cage and takes some shots to throw it back, and he never even threw it back.
1: <laughs> like, Fair, but counterpoint. Maybe when Pavlovich hit him, he realized what he was actually in for, and he had no idea to that point.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he's fought some some monsters before too. It's not like that was the first. Yeah, you know, he rocked tied to Ivas before he got knocked out. Like,
1: yeah, and I always thought in that fight maybe he just emptied the gas tank and he's like, I can't knock this guy out. It's time for me to go.
0: I, I don't know. I, I, as you know, it's a black beast podcast around here, but I've just been. He just seems like there is something else going on recently.
1: Well. Spivak is also like one of the, the premier heavyweight sub- submission artists. So
0: yeah, and that's what I'm going on this fight. I'm taking Sergey Spivak, but I wouldn't be betting moneyline minus um, two thirty. If you check out the props there, I saw on Fanduel you could get Sergey Spivak plus three sixty to win by submission. Plus
1: three sixty. That seems submission. pretty
0: good because I can just imagine Derek Lewis getting taken down a few times, getting tired, and just giving up his back and getting submitted just like he did against D.C.
1: Yeah, that's the best line you're going to get because at the moment, DraftKings has him at plus 275. So right now, this line is kind of self-correcting, but 360 is a good spot to get into.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to bet it, that's what I'm going to bet. If I'm not betting Derek Lewis, I'm betting Sergey Spivek by submission. Um, I think that could be a very real possibility um sergey spivak does hunt submissions we i mean we've seen him mm-hmm. he he doesn't go straight for ground and pound like a lot of big heavyweights he, he does fish for submissions and Derek lewis will give up his back at times especially trying to get up like just get up he doesn't <laughs> defend necessarily when he's trying to just get up yeah. so um i think that's the way that can happen uh, how what i would like to see this fight is i'd like to see Derek lewis just fucking let lay him out put sergey spivak out cold because we have seen sergey spivak so his wins are not against very good fighters. You know, he beat Augusto Sakai, trash, Greg Hardy before that, and then the fight before that got knocked out by Tom Aspinall. And his three fights before that wi- that were wins were Oleski Olenek, Jared Derek, Carlos Felipe.
1: All garbage. Well, yeah. with credit to Alexi Olenek, he was 50 years old.
0: Decision lost to Marcin Tibera. He beat Taitui Vasa by submission, and then he got knocked out by Walt Harris. So he's two power punchers really there, and Walt Harris and Tom Aspinall. He's lost to him both.
1: Yeah, and Tui Vassa, That was like he got into the UFC too quickly, stumbled on his first what two two fights in a row. Yeah,
0: exactly. Interesting. So, I mean, Sergey Pav or Sergey Spivak does seems he's like he's been susceptible to power punches in the past. It's just, and if I just if Derek Lewis hadn't looked like a shell of himself so much recently, I think I'd be heavy on Derek Lewis, but with i think he is on his way out and sergey spivak is on his way up he's got something to prove he's gonna be shooting takedowns early and often unless he catches him with that uppercut like he did to curtis blades the blade i think shot, he's yeah. gonna tire him out and get the submission so
1: yeah i hate to say it but i i i think at least for the for the money plus 360 for a submission prop is pretty solid so uh, next up, we got Blago Ivanov versus Marcin Tybura. Um, Tibera minus one thirty-five. Ivanov plus one fifteen. This is actually pretty generous line, I think. Marcin Tybura, I know he struggled a little bit, like very recently, but pre- prior to that, he was on a solid run here. I don't.
0: Yeah, his only his only losses to Alexander Volkov recently. and It was a close fight. Yeah, really hey, close decision.
1: Ivanov is solid and tough, and but like
0: he beat Romanov. Uh but er, Ivanov is... I'm talking about Tibera.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's Tibera's been solid. Tibera at a t- for a time there looked like he was gonna be almost, uh, almost making a run towards the title. And um he's I I think I remember Jarzino Rosenstruck knock him out knocked him out. Jarzino has that kind of power. He can do that to anybody. Um Volkov, that was a close fight. Um yeah, I mean I think Tibera here, Tibera at minus 135, I think, even even uh, Ivanov is not really, he's just a solid, thick, heavy guy that's so slow, doesn't do anything too impressively. Like, we saw him, the Olivera Gaichi card that was against uh, Marcos Rogério. I don't remember that the end of that fight, but um, probably because there was nothing to see. But I remember his walkout. It was Russian rap music, but I don't remember the fight even. It was total sleeper. But I think Tibera, at least in this spot, is... A, I like that line a lot.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm going Marcin Tibera. Um, He looks like he's finally been putting it together recently. You know, he had that close fight versus Alexander Volkov that he lost, but other than that, he weathered the storm versus Alexander Romanov, who's a very solid wrestler, <laughs> huge, you yeah, know, for sure, giant guy, um, way better than Blagoy Ivanov, um, you know. And then he had some easy wins before that, like with the Wall Harris. Just got to get him tired and can beat him, Greg Hardy. Ben Rothwell, but uh, yeah, and he beat Sergey Spivak. Um, Marcin Tybura did so, and Blago Ivanov. I mean, his most impressive impressive victory is surviving getting stabbed in the heart. So <laughs> yeah, he's got uh, a um, huge heart. He is tough as hell. Uh,
1: but yeah, <laughs> I like Marcin Tybura on this one. All right, I'm with you there. All right, we got uh, Duho Choi versus Kyle the Monster Nelson. Duho Choi minus one ninety kyle nelson plus 160 i don't think we see a lot of favorable kyle nelson spots so i don't expect this one to be the same where are you at on this one
0: yeah i mean i'm i've got a uh soft spot in my heart for the korean superboy here so we
1: all anybody who's seen him fight definitely does yeah
0: and if you watch the Cub swanson fight you gotta love this guy um we hadn't seen him in a long time he was had you know korea they make him serve in the military they don't let him fight while they're doing that so um, it's been a while I would hope he's improved um, it, it, he had all the tools it's just defense wasn't great he's got more power than you could ever imagine in such a tiny career <laughs> but um and uh and he brings it right like he had he okay. ended it on three losses but they were they were tough fights I mean the Cub Swanson was an absolute war then Jeremy Stevens he went to war with I think he dropped him Charles Jordan, he did well in the first round until Charles Jordan took him out. So, um, and those guys are much better than Kyle Nelson, you know. And he was yeah. r- right there. So I think he's gonna Kyle Nelson. I think he's kind of a guy that doesn't have great defense too. I looked up his doesn't uh, have his great stats. cardio either. Yeah, and he's hit, gets hit a lot as well. So uh, I think it's gonna be a war. It could go either way. We've seen uh, Duho Choi's chain can be a little suspect at times, but I think he's powerful enough to where he uh, gets the win here. So Korean Superboy all day, every day.
1: All right. I can't argue with that. Um, outside of that, though, we don't really have a whole lot going on in this card because we don't even know who these people are. They're not even – This is whatever's going on right now is just bonkers. Like, this is a card of – I mean, there's a few people we know, like Devin Clark, but I don't know who he's fighting, like – like, this is.
0: Yeah, Jung Da. Um, we've seen
1: him a few times. He's been in the UFC, but.
0: Yeah, I forgot. He had decent. Oh, he got. He lost. Or he beat Kennedy and Jack Wu and William Knight. And yeah. then they draw to Sam Olive, as we spoke of earlier.
1: He's a big favorite. Decent favorite over Devin Clark. Uh, that's probably a bad example because he's actually had some fights. The rest of these. A lot of the rest of these are. We don't even know about. And, like, let's be honest. I mean, our. Pff,
0: yeah, if I was going to pick I'd probably pick Down Jung in this fight cuz he throws, right? The judges aren't scoring for what Devin Clark does. Devin Clark is going to try and hold him up against the cage and it just seems like if Down Jung lands two solid shots and Devin Clark gets four minutes of control <laughs> time with no punches that they're going to give to Down Jung. So, um it's hard to but the way judges are going, it would be hard to bet on Devin Clark.
1: Yeah, and otherwise Otherwise, yeah, there's not a whole lot going on. What are the odds you watch this whole card? Um, you said in the beginning no one was going to watch this.
0: I am not going to watch the whole card, let's be honest. What time would I have to be up? 1.30? I don't know.
1: Maybe if we... For if it's favorable?
0: Yeah, we'll see. Well, it depends how I feel on Saturday. If I'm up, I'm going to be watching it, right? Like,
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess the start of it will probably start at, like, what, 9 p.m.? 8 p.m.?
0: Yeah, I'll definitely tune in a little bit. It's not
1: horrible, but it is a weird time slot.
0: I don't think I'll be... I'm sure I'll fall asleep at some point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, if it's not one thing, it'll be the time, so...
0: Or if we go out drinking or something, then maybe.
1: Yeah, if they got it on, there's nothing... There's no other sports going on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll have to report back on how we do uh, watching the fights, but uh, if there's nothing else, we'll wrap things up.
0: Yeah, we got, uh, what, Iron Turtle... Tatua, Tyra, Mandy, Baum, Jeon Kim. And other than that, I don't know a single other fighter. So, yeah, let's wrap it up. We've got a short one this week for you. And uh, but I think we got next. week. is it next week? Is February eleventh? It's gonna be a uh, oh yeah, we got a big absolute one coming up. banger of
1: a card. So get ready. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so we'll uh, rip. It's oh, it February no, eleventh. Well, February eleventh. February twelfth. There's two. What is that? I don't know. You can't trust best fight odds anymore.
0: Oh, that's not even a UFC card February. 11th.
1: It says UFC 284, but it's it's it G- January two? Cuz G- it says
0: February 12th there.
1: Yeah, I don't know, you can't trust uh, Best Fight Odds. It's next Saturday after this Saturday, so
0: um, um I could have sworn it was the 11th, but yes, it is the 11th, you're right. Awesome. So that's what we're uh that's what we're all looking forward to, so
1: Yeah, so uh <laughs> Either way, though, we'll be back next week to recap. Uh, Good luck on your picks. Enjoy the fights, and uh, we'll see you all next week.
2: Peace. Chosen water with the work, patron on my shirt, and a still bank. I need a big bag, you heard. Don't break it down, pass it all around. I can serve Whitney Houston.